welcome to uh, another episode of Declutter Me, a podcast about organizing and decluttering your life with your host, Shalina. Hey there. Hi, Shrek. How are you? I'm good. Now we're done basking in the glory of episode 75. Yes. Um, I guess it's back to a regularly scheduled programming today. Yes, it is. We're back to normal. Back to, well, let's be philosophical today, I think. So what, what are we going to talk about? Um, I was thinking, let's talk about extended families, because we've talked about spouses. Um, we've talked about newlyweds. But we haven't talked about the rest of the family. So the mums, the dads, the in-laws, the brothers and sisters, cousins. The hikers and the bikers. <laughs> oh my God, we're rapping again. Yeah. So about these people. So let's let's discuss that um, and how they can be detrimental to the decluttering process or um, helpful or hindrance, not detrimental, but more hindrance. But we have a couple of different contexts here, especially when you're living in a in a city and that kind of thing we see that a lot so we have situations where uh, someone is either living with their immediate family could be parents sometimes sometimes it could be siblings as well or cousins you know you have some relationship with them uh, but you also see this happening a lot uh, from a marriage angle as well so post-marriage or as a result of marriage you're, you're landing up living with your partner's family members it could be um, it could be in-laws but it also could be like a a partner sibling or a cousin again same story right so would would the advice be about the same or is it completely different of course it depends on the nature of the personalities and the people i mean a lot of the um you know another scenario that you didn't raise as well is that um as i find that especially with big families here with local families that they live in sort of compounds so maybe separate houses but they're all within the same compound they all eat together and know each other's business so there's the mom the dad the sisters the brothers the in-laws the you know sister and brother-in-laws and then the in-laws maybe as well so there's all these different people so they're all involved in each other's business so that's the other element so um maybe let's talk about parents first okay um so with parents there's two two situations that arises either the ones that are like you know, you you know, I've seen with clients that they've said they need help to declutter and organize themselves, and the parents have gone, but why? Why can't you do it yourself? Or why are you get other people involved? Why do you want a stranger to come into the house? There's a big issue with that. And then there's the other side where the parents are like, oh, thank God, you're saying, you know, you're doing this, you're getting someone. This is brilliant. I'll even pay for this for you so that you can sort this out because they've been trying for years and years. And these people have said, like, you know, the, the, the children have been reluctant to listen to the parents. So it's kind of this funny range of, like, parents that don't trust their kids' abilities to organize to, like, parents thinking potentially the kid is doing this because they want to declutter my stuff. And, like, it's, it becomes personal for them as well, yeah. Yeah, so the ones that are reluctant for me to come in or for their family to declutter and organize, it is because they think that we're going to touch their stuff, uh, you know, which we won't, you know, because, of course, you're not going to touch anybody else's things without their permission. So um, what we do and what I tell the clients to do is to make it clear that we're only going to do usually their bedroom so only going to do their bedroom only their stuff the things that they've bought um you know nothing else and that the family can see how much is decluttered but to know that it's not their stuff and it's not their decision to make it's up to this grown adult who's their child to make the decision of what to do with their their bedroom the things in their bedroom 
you've mentioned this multiple times before, where you want this process to be collaborative, not confrontational naturally, even though sometimes that happens. But when it comes to parents sort of feeling like it's their stuff, it has to be about reassuring them as well. Well, the thing is, in a lot of them situations I find, especially with these big families, is that I'm called in and the, the child will say, can you do my room so they can see what you do and what you can do, what you've done in my room, because it needs help anyway. And they can then be inspired to do it for themselves, for the living room or for the, you know, their bedroom or whatever, or the kitchen. And that's happened that I'm then called in because the parents have actually seen what a difference it makes. And I try and do before and after pictures so that I can show it to all of the parties and say, see, look, this is what it looked like before. And this is exactly the same space now. And look how organized it is. We can do the same for you in the right way and make sure that you don't lose anything. Um, And another good thing that we always do, you know, with these kind of situations that um, jewellery, I always find with very messy children's houses, their parents have bought them like expensive jewellery, like, you know, gold and, you know, diamonds and stuff like that. And these kids have just left it lying around in the bedroom or in the boxes or they're under the bed or it's just in a mess. And it shouldn't even be lying around. It should be in a safe because they're expensive items, you know, and they just haven't looked after stuff properly. And when we're doing the process of decluttering and organizing the bedroom, we find all this jewelry and sometimes we find a huge amount. And then I find a jewelry box and put it all into that jewelry box and go, give it to your mum to put in the safe. And they do that. And their parents are so grateful that all of this has suddenly come up and that things they but they've been worrying about where this stuff is. And I have found it for them and and been the responsible one going, put it in the safe now. So that's when it clicks to them that this is actually a good thing, that they're, 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 I'm safeguarding their stuff and not decluttering the, the good stuff. So now let's talk about the, the other one that we were talking about, which is the, sort of the same level people. So the, the siblings, the cousins. So with them, it's the same sort of situation, but a lot of them, it's there'll be siblings that are disparaging about the whole thing. They want to they, they tease their siblings or disparage them or put them down, um, which is not good. You need to be encouraging if anybody, whether it's your friend or your family. If you don't need to declutter and organize, it doesn't mean that somebody else doesn't need to do it. And it's with anything in situation in life. You know, you might be brilliant at something, but somebody else might not be. And they need help from a third party, isn't it? So it's that same sort of logic that has to be used. Um, so it's not just siblings. It's like cousins, um, friends. A lot of them all do the same. You know, like people go, I'm going to get someone. I'm going to get a professional organizer to help me. And they'll be like why why can't you do it yourself um or you haven't got that much stuff or why do you want to get rid of your stuff just give it to me it's not that easy just to do that you know there has to some people feel overwhelmed looking at their stuff um so yeah so there needs to be a bit more encouragement from the siblings if they're going to behave like that and talk be disparaging don't tell them it's at the end of the day it's your stuff you don't have to tell them you don't need in a way their permission to deal with your stuff you know um so what people do do is book me when people are not in the house when the family members have gone on holiday or they've gone to another city or they've gone away for the day and they've said can you come in and help me but i don't want anybody to see because they'll make disparaging comments you know so this is actually a case in which that scenario actually helps because you're not going to uh, unlike in the case of a spouse where the person's stuff actually affects them as well directly, this is a case where it doesn't, but it kind of just helps them deal with this problem where a sibling might actually, as you said, be disparaging or be almost unapproving of the fact. The thing is, and they, you know, 
And I th- it's with any family dynamic that they'll go tell their family. They'll go tell their other brothers and sisters. They'll go tell the parents. They'll go tell the cousins. You know, there'll be this all this teasing. And it's not nice, you know, because, you know, they might have a lot of clutter for a reason. Um, and, you know, there might be a psychological reason. They don't need someone to be disparaging on top of that. Um so yeah, there's there's that, and then a lot of them, of course, it's the same thing that's happened. That um, you know, like uh, a lot of sisters. Uh, so sister, some one sister will call me in, and the, another one will come up, uh, turn up, and see what's happening, and go, oh yeah, she's terrible. And then the the clients will go, yeah, she's just as bad as well. And then they'll bicker about who's bad and who's got too much color. And it's ended up that they're bickering and bickering, and then the sister will go, oh, I'll book you as well. Like a week later, she'll go, all right, come and come and do me as well as I saw what you did with my sister so that's quite amusing so I have done a lot of sisters and cousins um over the years so yeah it's good it's it sort of triggers people I think sometimes to get them themselves sorted out yeah and I think uh, as we've mentioned many times before with all of these scenarios I think there's there's so much emotional entanglement between the people that we're talking about that it's very likely that you know, just the action of doing something like this when it comes to belongings and personal effects and all of that. Um, just there's so much other unsaid layers of things that, that get involved in these things, especially when you're dealing with family. So there is. And um, things have happened like, you know, as I say, there's psychological reasons sometimes for why people have too much stuff. Um, and a big one is grief. Um, and, you know, family members deal with grief in different ways. Um, some ways are through shopping and I have had clients where the you know um their relatives have been disparaging to this client because they're like oh they're shopaholics they keep on shopping and I was like yes there is a element of shopping too much but when I you know I've talked to the clients I mean with one in particular um you know talking to her privately when the family members like there was I think cousins and nieces were bothering us during the session and being quite disparaging about their 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 family member when I finally got to talk to her quietly alone I found out that you know somebody very close to her had passed away and she'd never been able to deal you know grief properly grief properly she didn't go for therapy so she did this instead to kind of cover up the pain and shop a lot um and from talking and discussing and decluttering, she started to, you know, it was a kind of therapy for her. And then I encouraged her to go for therapy as well. But it didn't help having the family members around. It was only when we had a moment alone. And then the family members came back and they saw there was a change in the atmosphere. And because us two were very quiet and very, you know, and we were both very serious, they could see that they had to stop with the manner that they'd been talking to her before. And that was good in a way. Um, so people have to think about that. Just to take that a step back, like if you look at a city like Dubai especially, there's a lot of, uh, I mean, grief, of course, is a very, it's a much more intense situation. But sometimes it's, you know, it's not necessarily even that far away. It's just, a, it's just separation, right? You're away from family, you're away from parents, you're away from whatever. Even though you might have a sibling here, you might have a cousin here. Um, it's still not the same thing. And so there's a lot of, sometimes people, and I've seen people do that, where it's it's more about adjustment. It's it's just dealing with the, that separation, dealing with not feeling like you belong or not feeling like it's home and all that. And you, you manifest it in so many different ways, including uh, shopping. There could be so many other layers to, to dealing with that. And obviously it's super important that siblings are very, very cautious of it. Because I think, as you mentioned, I think it's very easy for... 
the judgment that comes from a sibling versus a parent to hit you a lot harder because you expect that your parents will, will treat you as a child and, and think of you as being, let's say, for example, oh, she can't handle, he or she can't handle her stuff. Whereas when a sibling does it, it feels, uh, I think, a lot stronger. Yeah, exactly. So there needs to be, yeah, that kind of empathy um, when, you know, somebody says they need help with decluttering and organizing, you know, um, the family need to allow somebody else to come in, a third party. And, you know, because, and as we've discussed many times before, family members can't be involved in the decluttering and organizing some a lot of the time because of psychological reasons and emotional reasons. You're emotionally attached to that person and maybe to their stuff as well. Um, I have had, you know, clients, I had one client, um, she was decluttering, she was getting really into the decluttering and it was amazing because she had such a lot of stuff and, uh, a family friend, it was, you know, who has grown up with them. So it's practically a sister, a cousin came in and was screaming at me of why I'm doing this and why I'm forcing them to the, the client to declutter. And I was like, I'm not forcing anything. This is the nature, you know, this is all her deciding. I'm just the the instigator I'm the pusher but I'm not the one forcing her to declutter this is all her and she's decided she needs to declutter and let go of a lot of stuff and this lady could not understand and she was screaming at me until like other people members of the family would tell her to leave and it was none of her business to you know it's not her stuff she hadn't paid for her so there is that you know it's not just family members as friends but yeah it's uh yeah it's 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 complicated very yes okay well uh, I think we'll leave it right here for this week i think it's something we're going to keep exploring of course um if you had a family member or somebody that's gotten the way of decluttering or importantly if that's the reason you haven't done your decluttering i think let's hope that this episode is your starting point to be like actually you need to put that behind you and start focusing on the fact that this is something that you should do and not leave it to somebody else's judgment and to think of it like this like if you had a problem with your tooth would you go to your, you know, your siblings or your parents and say, mm, do you think I should do this to my tooth? No, you would just book an appointment and go to the dentist. So if you have a lot of clutter and you need help with organizing, you call an organizer to help you because, you know. That's what you should do. Yeah, it's not as painful as pulling your teeth out. <laughs> well, in theory, in theory, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, as always, uh, you know, uh, if you want to catch up on other episodes of the show and all of that, you can find everything at theclonomy.com slash podcast. And of course, you can find the show in your favorite podcast player. And you can find Shalina by looking for Declutter Me on social media. And if you like what you hear, um, you can always leave a comment and let us know because that would be lovely. Cool. Well, uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.